What's up, M&Ms? It's Jonah Price, and I feel like I have to apologize for being off air for the past two weeks. Now, I've been sick for about the past month. Carlos has been in and out of town, so it's been hard to get together and get behind the mic with him, as well as I've started a project that's definitely kept me away from the mic, from actually even being home. So I want to thank you guys for being loyal listeners, as well as being our M&Ms, and messaging me, asking where's the next episode, when is it coming out, and it is today. We are not waiting any longer. We're going to get into that podcast about social media right now. Jonah. Yeah. What's up? You know, as you eat that cheesecake, you're making me think of the story. This cheesecake is so good. (laughs) It looks really good and it looks really sweet. It's really thick. (laughs) Okay, so we went to karaoke one night. And before we went to the karaoke, we had had some sushi. Go ahead and swallow that cheesecake. Go ahead and let it down. uh So you went karaoke. (laughs) We, We did. Oh, we did. We did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had sushi. Remember, we had the guy cooking for oh, us. Yeah, what, yeah. What's that called? Like the like Benihana like guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Catch the cucumber. All that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the night, or after we ate after dinner, we went to go do some karaoke. And we did what songs did we do? I know I did Tupac because did, uh, of course. Like What'd you do? In the pink or something. At the end of the night, I closed out my tab. And as I was doing that, the woman who was in charge of the karaoke uh, just started chit chatting with me. As I'm waiting, because the bartender is busy, um, she starts talking to me about a personal life. Um, I end up finding out that she's married, but her husband's in the military. Um, but it seems like she's flirting with me. Um, and in the night, like it was all innocent, you know, like I ended up just paying for my check and leaving, but I talked to you about it afterwards and I was like, wow, she shared a lot of like personal things. Um, but anyways, that night ended, I wake up in the morning and I check my phone. I matched with her on Bumble. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about this cheesecake. Hey, we're Mindful Meets Messy, and we're back. I'm Jonah Price. And I'm Carlos Mendoza. <laughs> that story gets me every time. <laughs> I can't, dude, you uh, you match with this girl on Bumble. Yeah. After she, like, yeah, man. I, and so here's the other thing that we didn't even tell the audience, listening audience, is that, so Carlos is over here, like, flirting with this chick, and I'm like, dude, she's married. We've had these talks before, and... We all walk out of the restaurant. This fool still in the restaurant. We're like, we go back into the restaurant, holding the door, waiting for this fool to come out. And then he comes out. I was like, but she was cute though, right? And I'm like, really, dude? We were having a great conversation. And it was the, awesome. And then the next morning, you match a bumble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, a part of the story I did leave out though. Uh, so her husband is in the military. <laughs> It doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any better. I'm just keep keep shoveling. Keep shoveling. Dig your own grave. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, welcome back to Mindful Meets Messy. We've got two guests. What's up, Wes? What's up, Jonah? What's up, Carlos? And we have Jazzy. DJ Jazzy J, to be exact. Check this out. I have this friend, and uh, things became close. We got really close, and then there was this moment I, like, tried to ask her out. And then that got all weird. She got all, like, confused. She was like, I'm kind of dating this dude and whatever. And then, it like, I thought, like, I would just disappear. I don't I need to stop saying like is what needs to happen. It's just this so 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 much of a dramatic story for me. So, so, so cal of you. What happened was it tried to ask her out, and it didn't, it didn't really go as planned. Like, in my world, 
You say, yeah, I want to go out with you, or no, I don't. What I got was like, I kind, I'm kind of confused, maybe. I kind of like you, though. And I'm like, what is that? Like, just tell me. Like, you don't want to go out with me? I'm cool. All right, let's move on. We can be friends. But nah, um, the thing was, I kind of went all out on the date that we were going on, right? And then she kept talking about the date that was not a date, apparently. And I was like, well, we could just stop talking about the date. And she couldn't. She just, it was, it was such a, it made such an impact, right? In my world, what would have happened is I would have just did the whole ghosting thing, faded off into the background. But the problem is I didn't move to where I thought I would be moving. So therefore, I'm still in that same world, right? So sometimes we need a break from friends. Like, like to be with someone 24-7, even with your family, sometimes you just need a break, I want to talk to you. Like, what is your thought about that? Now that we have this social media, man, we've got social media, and now we're constantly connected to everybody we know, twenty four seven. Do we need? Do we really need that break? Oh, uh, it's not, and it's not even friends. That's a problem. It's also family. It's mm. friends and family. Uh, yes, I have situations where you know. I mean, think about it. When I was back in uh, elementary school, middle school. We would see our friends, and this is pre-social media, right? We would see our friends for about eight, nine hours, uh, do the whole school thing, and then you would go home and do the whole family thing. There was a separation and there was a break between the two. But nowadays, let's say you're being bullied at school. Not only are you being bullied for eight to nine hours, but now you're going home and you plug into your phone and now you're being bullied on social media. Where's that break? Where's that separation? I don't know. Now, um, Wes, you've worked with a bunch of different types of students. Let's, let's just talk about kids for a second because we can talk about our personal lives. But I think this really does have an effect on kids. Now they're growing up with people, really people around them 24-7, right? Everything's about the social media likes, how many likes they get, if they're popular in school or not. And that also affects their life at school. There's a program that we work with where we talk about bullying, is this a thing that comes up often in the topics? I, I believe it does, it's particularly with the middle school students, junior high student, junior high school students that we work with. I mean, I think going back to what the two of you were saying, like, I don't know how often they have a break. Sometimes their junior high, I mean, their family certainly, and then their junior high is is their world. You know, as adults, yes, our, wor- our world is getting bigger. Like our, our sense of, you know, our perception of the world, their perception for young folks uh, is just simply that. And so when they plug into their phone and social media, you know, it's it's certainly more than the peak. It is something that's, it's real for them. So they have, as you were saying, family, they have friends, and then they have followers, especially if, if social media is something they look into doing um, and receive kind of like positive affirmation in, in, any, in, any, in, any, in any capacity that they receive that positive affirmation from, whether it's like the likes, the comments, you know, and it seems that they can actually, and even as adults, we understand that we can choose how we want to um, take in our followers um, through the likes. And, you know, if it's, a, if it's a comment that we don't want, we could delete it. And with family and friends, it's not so much because they're they're physically around and it's harder to kind of, you know, get away from that. And uh, Jazzy, you are somewhat cool on social media, as you say. I mean, I was teasing about that. But 
uh, I, I've, I've got some numbers, you know, when when Instagram came out, I think in like 2011, 2012, I got an Instagram in 2012. So I've been, quote unquote, building my following since then. When Snapchat first came out, it was just me and my friend Courtney snapping each other back. We didn't know what we were doing. And now Snapchat's this huge thing. And I follow probably up to 500 people on Snapchat. And I can just pick and choose who I want to see and who I don't want to see. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Um, Going back to the topic of bullying, I was very, I want to say oblivious to the idea of bullying because when I was in high school, there were only a thousand kids at my high school. And I thought in my head, looking back, I was like, you know, I was very lucky to go to a high school that didn't really have a bullying problem. I was so oblivious to the idea of bullying because it was so um, behind the scenes. Not everyone was on social media at the time. I mean, I, I graduated high school in 2012. So a lot of the <clears throat> the boom of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that didn't happen until after, really. So when I was in high school, a lot of the um, the quote unquote bullying was just rumors and people talking behind people's backs and it wasn't really like face to face as I was perceiving it. Now, I had talked to some of my um, high school friends like maybe a couple weeks ago and I brought that up and I was like, hey, I I think we're pretty lucky because we went to a high school that didn't really have bullying. And my friend goes, what are you talking about? Our friend so-and-so got his car keyed he got super glue in in the keyhole of his car and she was telling me all these stories that I had never heard just because I wasn't in that particular circle of friends I guess I had just surrounded myself with people that one didn't bully and two didn't get bullied so maybe that was just my bubble that I was in that I just didn't see any of it or I had shoved all that information out at the same time I had anything that was negative you know I just imagined that it didn't happen and then I graduated high school thinking no one got bullied but in reality people bullied and people got bullied and I was just oblivious to it all so it kind of sucks me going back and thinking oh I could have done something about it I just didn't know or I was avoiding the whole topic of bullying I just I I didn't want anything to do with it I guess now with social media do you feel like you're overconnected though to people um I I think you People pick and choose their battles, you know, and if there's uh, issues that come up, I mean, I've had only one altercation and it was through Facebook and it was just like it was I'm dating this boy and it was very like just girly dramatic things between dating and, and friends that were boys and friends that were girls and things like that. So it led to just blocking people on Facebook and it was like, well, solved that problem and it was done with. And even to this day, I'm like, I have people blocked on Facebook and I forget you know, and I never have to see them again or talk to them again. And that's kind of how I solve my problems. I just block it and run away and I don't worry about it. That's the beauty of what, why people, you know, kind of really stick with their social media, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, because just as you were saying, Jazzy, people really can modify it to how they want to receive their followers or even their friends online. Like I could choose to block this person. I could choose to defriend a particular person or people and um you know and taking that kind of relationship in this particular way that is customized to what i want in doing all that defriending and going through all your blocks and in checking this constantly how much time are we spending on the phone on the laptop on social media that drives me crazy I, I love and I hate social media. I love it in all the aspects that it really helps my, my projects, my business. 
but I also hate it in the fact that I hate being glued to the phone and not interacting with people and having to be stressed about who I need to block and who I need to watch out comments from. It's nuts to me. And I think for me personally, I hate social media. It's it's a necessity that I have to be on for the medium in which I'm pursuing my career. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on social media because I know I'm too connected. I get I get Facebook messages all the time about like, hey, do you want to just be a cameraman? I'm like, for what? Oh, well, it's just pro bono. Like, no, I, I don't want to deal with I don't want to deal with that. But also with that, I have to appear all the time on Facebook like everything's okay. Right. And you know me, like I'll talk about it here on the podcast. I'll talk about it anywhere else. Like, but on social media, I don't need to add to all of the horrible things that are already happening on social media. I feel like that's not helping anybody. So I have to appear on social media like everything's fine or try to put positive things out there because there's already enough on, uh, negative vibes going around on social media. And what were you going to say? I get along great with my family, and one of my best friends is my cousin. We grew up together, and we have a great relationship. He's younger than I am, uh, so he he looks up a lot to me in a lot of ways, but I, I also admire um, his life and the choices he makes. So so we're really, we're really bonded in that way. But I would be on Instagram over the holidays and he would text me and I'm, I'm like navigating through my day. I'm working, I'm working on projects and I posted something on Instagram project related. And this was after he texted me, the text he sent me was in regards to something that I had to think about and process and really give him a thorough answer. So I left it to address later. But then probably like 10 minutes after I read that text, I posted something on social media related to a project. I was plugging a project. And he saw that and got angry with me. And I'm just curious as to the boundaries we have, the the relationships we – what emotions are we putting into social media and how do we establish boundaries? So for me personally, because – Everybody knows I have a business social media. I claim that when I start. Anybody that's ever met me, I go, look, my social media is literally for this purpose. It's a professional purpose. That's just, I'm just saying this is how I do it, and I'm really passionate about this because I really hate social media. I did a social media cleanse for a week, videotaped it, by the way, and put it on social media. Hypocrite. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved it. I love being away from social media. And I think people feel like they one one they have to be their best that's the first problem with social media is one you have to be your best or you have to complain about something and i'm sick of both of those we it just people are learning to be fake with social media people i believe are learning to be fake and especially the youth are learning to be fake and that's really annoying and also with that people are learning their opinions are gold so what i'm saying about that is People will put up an opinion and then not listen to any criticism about that and expect nothing back when, in fact, when you have a conversation with someone, your opinion can change. And there's no, there's a lot more closed-mindedness on social media than ever before. I play on the side, as maybe more so similar to Carlos, uh, maybe not as strongly as the love-hate, but... Um, fun fact, I guess it makes me the old guy. I have had my Facebook since 2004, 
which was basically my first year of college. And um, that's when Facebook got to the West Coast, um, to the colleges. So That's when Facebook came out in 2004? Facebook came out, in, I believe, in 2003, uh, according to the social network. <laughs> wow, Wes, you're just a straight-up OG right I'm here. I'm an OG, yes. Yeah. So I've dated myself. Uh, I, I, do, I use primarily two main platforms in, in Instagram. Instagram can, stories. Can I say something right before we move on? Before we get to your story, yeah, is like two. Now we're dis- dating ourselves at two thousand and four. That's weird. Anyways, go ahead, continue. <laughs> oh, well, yes, two thousand and four, and for me, social media, and I say, I say specifically with Facebook, like, I it, it's evolved, and um, and suffice to say that, like, you know, I look back in the post that Facebook reminds me I posted gosh 10 11 years ago and um it i use it much differently than i do now i use it certainly a lot less and um at this particular point in my life in my early 30s i just you know i posted to get my shine on or you know points of gratitude and i i, I like how you put it jonah yeah i know it seems that the the toxicity of not only facebook but other social media platforms is the fact that either people are complaining or they put on this persona and it just seems that there's a inauthentic Inauthentic, unauthenticity to it and um, being with social media for so long you kind of are able to weed out what's real and what's fake I think maybe for me I just got bored I'm always looking for the next new thing I, I don't see why you would hate anything I do see where you're coming from though Jonah where you say you you kind of have to use it for work and that's the thing is I would jump on the chance to be like give me all your files and your passwords and everything and I'll do it for you like I'll intern for you and I'll post everything for you so you don't have to see anything and some people have those jobs and you know what that that could be a whole new avenue for me just being someone's assistant and having their phone and just taking snapchats and Instagram like that would be actually fun for me which is great because a lot of people don't enjoy that for me more so than anything with social media is how connected it makes you with everybody instead of actually communicating with people we're just blocking them from our lives and what really helps us in moving on in life and being able to deal with conflicts and situations rather than just dealing with them or just blocking them and that's what social media is doing is giving us that option ironically it seems like we're trying to find a hack and not trying to deal with people. Social media ha- is is such a cultural thing and it's like it's so hard to avoid it. You know what I mean? It's everywhere. And if you don't have a phone that has a screen that is connected to the interwebs, how like how dated are you? Like you're 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 not you're not living in 2017. And so with that cultural flux that you're being pressured to follow, and if you're a personality that needs to be away from people and then assess and then connect with people one-on-one, how do you navigate through that? And I really think that a lot of people have different opinions on this, and I really want to hear your thoughts. And you can call us at 760-855-5601 or email us at mindmeetsmess at gmail.com. You can follow us uh, on our Instagram and message us there, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We really want to hear what your thoughts are on social media and the fact that time away from friends right is do we need that time to ourselves for me i find that the way i stay connected it's it it is such a cultural thing and then also for me personally i i turn on my facebook or my instagram and maybe i'm connected with someone that i just met and i'm interested to seeing like oh 
what are the, what is this person up to? And I, I think this could be maybe some kind of long lasting friendship or, you know, maybe an ongoing acquaintance or just interested in the same kind of industry or um, hobbies, interests that I'm in. Or if, for instance, like, you know, Jonah and Carlos, if for any reason I didn't see you guys in the next five years because I moved out of the, the Bay Area, for instance, and, you know, I'm keeping up with what you all are doing and I want to. That's like an interest of mine. And, and the next time I touch base with either of you or the both of you, we can almost in the sense of pick up right where we left off. And I love that part of the social media, at least for me, that allows me to stay connected and also could still be geographically and physically removed because we're not living in the same area. And that's just hypothetical. All right. So I'm going to flip that, right? That's a great point that you make. And on the flip side of that can be very, very weird. I'm posting stuff on social media. People don't talk to me in normal life and they come up to me on the street and be like, hey, so you totally did that thing. And I'm like, what? Uh, how did you oh, oh 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 i saw it on facebook now she's like oh oh you actually you didn't comment you didn't mess you didn't say anything you don't talk to me but now you want to talk to me about something i did on facebook because you thought what i did was cool like can we resolve our like whatever we had before we just like hop onto a new topic but you think you're like my friend or like we are cool just because i keep you on facebook like that doesn't seem like a, it seems like more so of a communication barrier now i'm talking about just um, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about reconnecting and how, oh, it's been five years, but now you want to talk about what I've been doing now. It's interesting because I would totally appreciate that reaching out. I kind of, I I want more of that because some people feel the need to, you know, every day or every, you know, I, I went on LinkedIn randomly the other time, just looking, you know, looking around on LinkedIn and I have friends that are really into it. They treat it almost like a social media where they're posting, um, you know, every week or every day, almost talking about their job or, you know, reposting from Wells Fargo or whatever new, um, business sort of related thing is going on. And, um, I, it, it was funny because originally on Facebook, it was more of like a, I'm just going to check in and see whose birthday it is and see if I want to wish people happy birthday, that kind of thing, which is, you know, I could talk about that for ages. Um, but I don't I, I I don't think it's a bad thing to want to reach out to somebody and hey, say, hey, you know, it's been five years and um, I, I just want to say that, I you know, I miss hanging out with you. Hope we can reconnect. You know, I wouldn't hate that. And even if I see the same people liking my Instagram posts or my tweets or whatever, even if we don't talk every you know even if we don't talk in real life if i I have people on twitter i've never met before face to face but i still like their tweets because i think they're funny um so i guess the i'm trying to i'm trying to narrow this down right we're, we're really getting more towards the social media aspect i'm talking about specifically friends and communication and also that time for yourself and it seems to me like on Facebook, I don't know, maybe it's just the age that I am now. There's a lot of engagements that seem to be going on. And there are people like that you have, you know, you're so connected with at one point. There's, there's this girl, like, we were, we were trying to date for about two years, right? Next thing I know, she's having a kid and she's getting married. She doesn't talk to me on Facebook. We're just friends. Like, that has an effect. That has a toll. What what are we doing to ourselves? Okay, I need I need, I need to share a story about about this whole engagement thing that's going on. Because have you guys ever seen Good Luck Chuck? <laughs> I, I think it's funny I said like this thing that's going on. Like it's a trend. Like no one ever got married before, but now they are. <laughs> well, now it's all over Facebook. That is the trend. That is yeah, the trend. That's the new thing. It's such a trendy thing. People are 
just posting pictures of their engagement rings. And by the, by the this way, is I the feel day. like I have to comment on this because uh, this cheesecake is amazing. And thanks he's not, for sharing. And he's, exactly, he's not even sharing. Thanks for sharing a bite. He's the um, best I, host. I offered it before we even started this show. If you guys want, uh, did you want some? Yes. Uh, all right. All right. And Carlos, tell, and, tell and your story. I'm gonna go around and give Jazzy. There's some only cheesecake. whipped cream left. I don't even mind. I love whipped cream. That's the only part of a pumpkin pie that I eat is the whipped cream. Ooh, no shame. Pumpkin pie. No shame. Mm. You eat the pumpkin pie, I'll eat the whipped cream. Done. Um, Deal. What I wanted to comment on, what did you say? Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. My life is good luck, Chuck. His life is good luck, Chuck. My life is good luck, Chuck. Everyone after you, and then they always end up with yep. the person they date after. Mm-hmm, gotcha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so engagement, Facebook. Here it goes. I dated this girl uh, who is in the military. She's in the Air Force. And we've been on and off for about five years. Um, So a really long time. I met her in college. um, And we loved each other very much. But it was always long distance. She was never in the area where where I was. I was never in the area where she was. Um, And she was always going to different military bases. She's been to Florida. She's been, she was stationed in San Diego. I think Travis at a point or out here in, uh, in Sacramento or is it Sacramento? No, it's like Fairfield area. Right. Uh, She also got shipped out to uh, Qatar for a while. So it's always been long distance. We even spent a Christmas over Skype. Um, which in 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 itself was pretty cool because you know you like romantically you see it in movies and you're like oh that's cute it worked out but no it doesn't work out uh, <laughs> or at least it didn't work out for <laughs> not you not for me not for me it's um, not real life guys it's not real life <laughs> it doesn't work that way I don't know what you guys say don't make fun of me but this is okay so we had a bad falling out we we had a bad falling out I'm sorry I laughed at you say bad falling out. <laughs> It just, it was, it was, I would try to hold bad it timing, in, bad and timing. it just came out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We had a bad timing out. We had planned out a getaway. Um, we were going to go to Napa and spend a weekend doing wine tasting, the whole like vineyard thing. We had rented everything. We had paid for everything. I picked her up from the airport and we stayed in San Francisco one night. As soon as she arrived, I could tell that she was really distant with me. And during the course of the relationship, she was always, she always lacked a type of communication that I needed. Um, and I had expressed this to her. It was it had a lot to do with her personality, how culturally she was brought up. Not only that, but also her her military culture and the way how they just they're everything's so secretive and everything's just so to themselves and introspective. And so it was a big difference in our dynamics. I was on this side of the scales and she was on that side of the scales. But this time, I could tell that she was just really closed off. I'm, I'm not going to enjoy myself if you're not being real. And I could tell she wasn't being real. She wasn't present. She wasn't having a good time. I'm not going to have a good time. So I called her out on it. Long story short, sh- she gave an excuse that she was just stressed about a test that was coming out. And that she just wanted to go home. Of course, we got into an argument about it. At the end of the day, I respected the fact that she was stressed. She, I, I know she was stressed. I, at the end of the day, I don't know if it was because of a test, but I ended up taking her to the airport that same day, that same night, and she booked a flight and left. So we canceled the whole weekend. We didn't even make it to Napa. There was something else going on. I really don't think it was like on the surface. And I commend you on being such an honest and open person, like for one, sharing the story that I feel like was very personal. And two, for giving your side where you're like, I want to be a problem solver. I want to, you know, pick your brain and really just try to help make this weekend happen. I 
just from hearing this story for the first time, totally believe that there was something totally unrelated to you that was happening in her life that she one didn't want to share. Maybe she didn't feel comfortable, even though you were talking for what years you guys were talking for years, but it was long distance. And I'm just one of those people that I know for a fact I cannot do a long distance relationship, military or non-military. I can't do it. I'm one of those clingy people. I just I got to I got to have that communication, like you said. So uh, I want to know, how does this get back to social media? Because there's there's more that happened, right? Yeah, there's there's more that happened. I mean, the the so to give more context about our on and off relationship, I had already like I was going to marry this girl. We had we had, we had talked about it. We talked about it. We had planned things out, but she was always finicky about it. Like for like a year, she was like, yeah, we're going to do it. We're, we talked about like I even found out that like if I got married to her, um, like I, I would obviously be benefited under all of her military insurance. But also like we could get a, our down payment on a house would be zero. Like the perks like that. And we had talked about all those things. And then. And then, and then other times she would just be like, I just don't think I'm ready. I need to focus more on my career and all that. And I was always just so understanding and I was, I was very young too. So I always, I was always, I had no fortitude in what I believed in. I always changed with her because I, at that time I felt that's what I needed to do to be a good boyfriend, you know? So I get that text from her two weeks later after I dropped her off at the airport and at that point, I'm just so drained emotionally and just so over it. I'm ready to move on again. I'm ready to move on. So I just reply, you know what? We should really just call it this time. And I didn't need any more explanation. I was just, I was angry. I was sad, but I was mostly angry and over it. So I wanted to just run away and move, move past it as soon as possible. So I didn't, I didn't investigate, um, about two months ago. Th th so this all happened probably two years ago. This, this situation went down about two years ago, two months ago. Um, I'm working on a play. I'm directing a play and it's about a woman who's in the air force. And so me, you know, the artist that I am, I'm like, well, do I have anyone I can interview to to get some uh, perspective on this role, on this play. Like, oh yeah, one of my exes obviously was in the Air Force, so I should like hit her up. And like, I, I'm thinking, oh, I'll be fine. I'm over it. It's been two years. So I try to connect with her on Facebook. Um, I find her. I find her on Facebook. I, I find, find her profile. And um, she's private, but I'm not, I'm not blocked, obviously, because I can find her. But she's private, so I have to add her. But you know how sometimes you go to a private profile and you can still see like their their like their their uh, their page photo or whatever. She has a picture wrapped around a dude's arms of her wearing an engagement ring. Now I have so many more questions in our whole five year relationship in that. There's this engagement on social media that I knew nothing about. I know nothing about this guy. How, what? 
after after of us talking about getting married, of us talking about getting engaged, and then ending on a note where she doesn't she she doesn't want to get married. She wants to focus on her career, and then now she's getting engaged. I I didn't get that communication from her. I got that communication from Facebook. So I want to know: was the time away? Worse now, now that now through social media, now you have to deal with all of that baggage that you have previously, or is it? Did you wish that like you had just the time away not to even reconnect? Yeah, if if I, if I didn't see that picture on Facebook, I think the closure that I had given myself would was enough. But now I feel like I don't have closure again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, man. See, I, <laughs> I see more of that with social media than I need. Like, if I really want to communicate with you, I give you a call. Like, I'll call you, I'll get your number, I'll talk to you. That's that's really a thing I make an effort in doing, which is funny because in my other podcast that I'm working on that still won't be out for like another nine months, it's about that, that's one of, that's my first episode is about people that will not call back. They're good friends of mine, right? I went to San Jose and then they're just like, bye. And never called me back. And for me, that's that's like that's a thing. Like I, I want to be your friend. If I'm your friend, then I'm calling you. Like I feel like that's that's our communication, not through Facebook. I love that you're so comfortable with calling people. Number one, because I don't know if you noticed this, but I think you and I were. Um, you initially called me right after I had posted something on Facebook, actually, and you were like initially invited me on to the podcast, and I was super stoked because I was having a really crappy time in my life um living with my parents again going through a breakup like there was just some personal stuff that was going on and a friend reached out to me and you know what another friend reached out to me his name's Vincent anyway he called me too and I was like these friends that I had made that we were so close and I just posted one thing on Facebook and people were reaching out like are you okay you know I want to make sure that you're good like you know just checking in on me which would have never happened well probably would have happened later but it it had been quite some time since we had talked since then um but I so appreciated that moment of me just like breaking down and just you know, saying what I needed to say on Facebook, even if it was complaining. It was just me saying, you know, hey, guys, what's up? I'm having a really crappy time right now. So send me some memes, you know, like send me something funny in the comments or something. And then I get a phone call and I was like, yes, like I miss talking on the phone. But at the same time, I'm kind of weird about talking on the phone. Like I would rather text you than like talk on the phone. But that's a whole nother thing. I think that's a modern thing, though. I don't think everyone was always scared about talking. Like people were scared when it first was invented. People were scared about talking on the phone because it's a new thing. Like what? There's a voice coming out of this thing. It's a it's it's just a rectangular thing or whatever it was. What is a circle? I don't know what it was. It's a bell. It was a bell. That's what it was. Um, And yeah, people thought it was crazy right when it happened. But after we got acclimated to the phone, it was kind of that segue instead of having that face-to-face, but it was that desire to get back face-to-face, right? Even letters was that desire to get back face-to-face. Social media doesn't do that because I get to see your face. Go ahead. Well, I beg to differ, actually. It's in, in, in a sense that, you know, we it actually places value 
on the phone call. It increases the value of what the, the, the worth. I mean, just even hearing Jazzy's story, and I, I thought of something that happened to me recently was getting reconnected from um, a friend of mine who was visiting the Bay Area who I hadn't heard from. I used to perform with him out in L.A., and he was like, I'm coming to the Bay Area to shoot some things uh, for, you know, filming, and it'd be great if we could reconnect. Or using that time to, like, uh, I had a long drive down from Northern California uh, through Modesto and down to Southern California, um, and it was like, what, five to six hours? And I used that time to place a phone call to have a really engaging conversation with a friend that was available. You know, of course, texted them to let them know that, hey, you have some time to talk. I'm going to be on this long drive. And it was wonderful just to really reconnect with them via telephone. And knowing that versus a telephone call versus something like a message through social media or a comment, you know, it, it, it kind of creates a, a, a like a value of, 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 of what's worth more. And of course, all as, as you were saying, Jonah, getting back to face to face. I, I, that being the ideal thing, I'd like to. I'd love to see this old friend of mine and connecting with them face to face. Well, you already dated yourself, Wes. Is the first thing we all know that you're on Facebook at 2004, <laughs> so, so you're old. just you're just old school. No, um, I I totally just went with that joke, and I had somewhere else I was going, and because I <laughs> used that joke, I'm so old I forgot where I was going. This cheesecake um, is really good. <sighs> Just when there's a dead spot, just talk about cheesecake. Cheesecake. Whatever you do. I do want to circle back to Carlos because you had actually left when I want just for a split second when I wanted to say something that you are so great. And this other person that you were talking about, I'm just like, no matter what, you'll learn something from it, regardless of if it's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. We find things out that maybe we weren't supposed to know or maybe we, you know, would have been better off not knowing. But there's always a lesson to be learned and not to look back at that time and, and regret it. And all of us here in this room meeting for like the, well, for the first time for me, because I'm the new person in the group, right? I feel like I made three new friends. Oh. Oh. I didn't realize I'm a new friend, guys. I'm a new friend. I've known Jazzy for a while, but uh, now I'm a new friend. We need like like a. I didn't realize she didn't realize I was a friend before. You know what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you. Thank you. I still. I feel like as a generalization, like Jazzy posted something personal about her. Like, hey, send me a meme. She did it also in a positive way. I think you, Jazzy, are a unique person. Carlos, the people that are in this room are unique. I don't think in a generalization, if we went on social media, that's the people that I'm talking about. I think the majority of people just want to either post what's cool or what they want to complain about. I have a friend I went to high school with. Her Twitter bio is, this is where I come to complain. So she's very upfront about it. it you take it or leave it. This is where I come to complain. When you when you see those posts on, on whatever platform of someone saying, I had a garbage day. I'm so depressed. All those things. How, how, how do you feel as as a reader of that? And, and, and if this is a good friend and or not a good friend so first thing is i can't ignore it that's the first thing if someone has that post up i have to i will call them i call i call everybody immediately i want to make sure you're doing okay first i don't like having to see that on social media it's because there's so much already i would rather you talk to me and be like hey jonah look i'm really having a really bad day and i need to vent because that as a friend that means more to me that means you don't have to go on social media and just complain. Or you have an outlet. Like, you know I'm an outlet for you. And I want to be there for, 
for my friends. So you trust me enough to come to me. If, if you don't have that person, a person or people in your life that support you in that way, I think there's something seriously wrong. Yeah. I see it as um, it's a person venting in, in their in, – it's a specific space. Like social media, and as you were saying earlier, Carlos, it's, it's a huge culture. And if you're a part of that culture um, you know, with any of the platforms that you're on and that you readily use um, and consistently, you, know, you navigate through it in, this, in a particular way that is a space or spaces, right? And you understand that like I am putting this up there because I'm venting or I'm you know, complaining about something and I want to make sure that this is heard just blindly or just kind of like to my followers or the my, my friends here on Facebook. But you know what? I'm also going to reach out to Jonah or I'm going to reach out to Wes and you know, pick up that phone call and like, you know, I've been going through something difficult, Jonah, and I just thought I touched base with you and maybe you caught that post and thought to yourself, Oh, I I, I see Wes or so and so that you're really dealing with something difficult. What's up? And then you get a little bit more in a lot more in depth rather than what's simply put up as a status update. Sometimes I think about the difference between reaching out on Facebook or whatever and talking to your your close connects, your family and friends, the three or four people that you talk to the most um, on a day-to-day basis. I thought to myself, I don't want to be obnoxious with my quote-unquote problems or relationship, whatever is going on in my life. I just don't want to bug people with my problems. And that ended up hurting me more by not talking about it than reaching out to anybody even if it seemed kind of random like reaching out to somebody on Facebook but it was better for me to say something on Facebook than it was to keep my mouth shut and just say oh these are my own problems these are my personal problems nobody wants to hear me complain on Facebook so I'm just gonna deal with it so it's free therapy well, I also want to say this too, though. If you don't feel safe with people to be able to communicate, that that's not. I don't think that's good either. Complaining for me is just negative without purpose. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if if a person like if you're going through something right now and you're listening, right, and you if you have some negative energy that's in you that you need to get out then you should, I honestly do think there should be people in your life that you should be able to talk to. And if not, then you're, I believe you'd be around the wrong people. I would, I would, I would, I would go on a limb and say you are around the wrong people if you don't have people that you can talk to about issues you have in your own life. It's kind of aligned, actually. It's actually really aligned with the work that we do, that um, Carlos, Jonah, and I do um, on the daily is, you know, really turning to trusted people in your lives. And of course, we emphasize the adult part, but certainly like your circle of friends, you know, if someone's not, you know, negatively impacting you, you know, shed them from your life. And it's important that, you know, we keep that in mind that these interpersonal relationships, these face-to-face interactions and, you know, communication that you have with these people are there and they're intact and they're healthy. Now, I will say that having Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, is a great, I think, prerequisite, precursor, stepping stone into venting and getting your emotions and feelings and ideas and thoughts out there. But if you're a person that used to confide in people and now is going towards social media, I think that's a bad switch. I think it's preferred to have that trusted adult to have that physical one-on-one interaction. I also think if you're going on social media to like, 
not only to vent, but to, oh man, I can't, I just lost it. I just lost exactly how to formulate that idea. Well, you know, you know what stresses me out? Like I totally get when people need to put their emotions on, on that, on that page, but it stresses me out when I, when I go through that day and there is a whole list of people venting and they're all my friends and I all and I care about all of them. It stresses me out because I want to help them all. But now I just feel so overwhelmed that they're all in need. And so I guess what I want to say is like don't keep it in. Right? You can, you shouldn't ever keep it in for yourself. And this is what I want to encourage our listeners to do. If you do have friends that you want to call, call call a friend. See, just see how they're doing. Leave a message. Yeah, they, they might be busy. I'm going to say most people are excited to get a phone call from a friend that they haven't talked to in a long time. I don't, I don't, I've never had, I've never called a friend and then be like, I hated that you called me today. When you try to encourage them, just be like, hey, look, dude, I want to make sure that you're having a good day. And I just wanted to call you and say, look, I really appreciate you being in my life. If you could, take a moment. I'm going to challenge our audience right now to take a moment, call a friend, and just encourage them by saying, look, I'm here for you. And I'm glad that you're here. Guys, we're Mindful Meets Messy. My name is Jonah Price. I'm Carlos Mendoza. And we have two special guests in studio. My name is Wes. You can follow me on Instagram at Wes underscore I'd. I am a privated account proudly, and I will add you, and I will also follow you as well. He's also a GQ model. Hey! <laughs> GQ Magazine. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you for having me on Mindful Meets Messy. My name is Jazzy. You can follow me on Instagram at, at JazzyJTheDJ and Twitter, same handle, at J-A-Z-Z-Y-J-A-Y-T-H-E-D-J. Hey, if you ever want to call in, you can call us at 760-855-5601 or you can email us at mindmeetsmess at gmail.com. If you want to see our updates, you can follow us on our website, mindmeetsmess.com. Carlos, what's your handle for Instagram? Carlos D. Mendoza. And you can follow me anywhere at Jonah. Price or Price Jonah. I'll talk to you guys later. We're out of here. Deuces.